All right, if you're just joining us, if you will, um, and you haven't threaded your beads onto your yarn yet, you'll need to go ahead and thread your two black pony beads onto your yarn. And then we'll get started. I'll give you just a few seconds to do that. And as I was saying, then we were going to um, begin with a new cast on today. And after the cast on, everything else should be familiar to you up to the point where we start placing the two beads, which is not hard at all. All right. So after you have your beads on your yarn, you can remove the yarn from the tapestry needle and you can put the needle to the side. Once you do that, you need to make a slip knot and place it on the anchor peg. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to do, we're going to weave in and out of the pegs. So take your working yarn and you want to go between pegs 12 and pegs one, and you want to take the working yarn behind peg one. Okay, and what you want to do is you want to take it behind one and you're going to pull the working yarn to the front and you're going to go in front of peg two. Behind peg three, and in front of peg four. So you want to weave your yarn in and out like that until you get to peg 12. And when you get to peg 12, your working yarn should be in front of peg 12. So y'all let me know when you get finished with that and then we'll go from there. Uh, Courtney, you have yes. a question? Okay, go ahead. Okay. We have... Hey, this is Catalina. How's everybody going? Doing? Good, Catalina. You had a question you, for us? Yes. Can you repeat that again? Because the mute thingy cut you off a little bit when the, you were being... Oh, okay. And now sure. so you, we were muted, so... Okay, So sure. I should have my anchor peg on... 12. You should have um, your working yarn. You should make a slip knot and place the slip knot on the anchor peg. Okay. Then you're going to take your working yarn and you're going to go behind peg one. So you're okay. going to go between pegs 12 and pegs one. And behind peg one, bring it between one and two, and you're going to go in front of peg two. So you don't go in front of one at all? No, you go behind peg one. Okay. In front you know. of two. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in behind number three. In front of four. In front of four. And you continue weaving it. Mm -hmm. Continue weaving it in and out like that. Okay. Perfect. Thank and you. And you should end on peg 12 with your working yarn in front of peg 12. Hold on, Terry. Okay. And 
then if you will look at your pegs, you should have every other peg should have one loop on it. Okay, when you get to peg 12 and you check your other pegs and make sure that every other peg is empty, you want to take your working yarn in front of peg one at this time and in front of peg two. On peg two, you want to take that bottom loop and lift it up and over the loop and the peg. And you're going to continue to do that all the way around the loom. So you won't have a loop on peg three, you'll go straight to peg four. But you're taking the working yarn in front of the pegs now, in front of all the pegs. Okay, I'm okay. in front of peg one. I've done the first row. What do I do from there? You're all right. You've got every other peg is empty. Yes. Okay. You take the working yarn in front of peg one, in front of peg two, and then lift the loop on peg two up and over. And you continue doing oh, that. Oh, so I'm the... I'm doing this in a circle. I'm not mm -hmm. going back and forth. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. In front of peg one. Mm -hmm. Behind peg two. No, in front of peg two. You're not going behind anymore. In front of peg one. In front of peg two. Mm -hmm. then and then lift the loop on peg up two and, up and over. Up and mm -hmm. over. And, and then, then just keep going in front and lift up and over. Mm -hmm. On every other peg. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Once you get that done, then you're going to start knitting. You can do any of the four knit stitches you want. And you're going to knit and lift the loop off. You want to do that for six rows. So whichever knit stitch you choose, just do it for six rows. After you have knit about two rows, you can take that slip knot off the anchor peg. Um, okay, I got the 12 um, with in and out. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you go in front of all of them mm -hmm. on the next row mm -hmm. in front of, okay, just all the way around, just wrap it. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to take your working yarn, you're going to place it in front of peg one and in front of peg two. Peg two has a loop on it. Peg one does not. Okay. So on peg two, you're going to lift that bottom loop up and over the peg. Okay. And you're going to do that on all the pegs that have a loop on them. Okay. So the... After, after you knit off on peg two, do mm -hmm. you go ahead and, and go around the rest of them, you know, the, in front of the rest of them? Yes, Sam, just like you did. So you'll go in front of three. You won't do anything. In front of four, you'll knit off. Okay, so every one, every, every other one, you knit off. Yes, uh -huh. every one that has a loop on it, you knit off. So every okay. other one, all of your even-numbered pegs should have one loop on them. Okay. 
Okay, for those who are on, who have completed row six and are about to start row seven, we're going to go ahead and I want to tell you where to put your beads and what to do. So I want you to e-wrap and knit off peg one. Take one bead and place it between pegs one and pegs two. And e-wrap and knit off peg two. And then place your second bead between pegs two and peg three. E-wrap and knit off peg three. And then continue on with the knit stitch you were doing earlier. And you want to do that until you reach row 25. So for, see here, 19 more rows, you will knit, you'll knit 19 more rows. So all together, it's 26 rows then? Or Should be 25. 25 mm -hmm. rows, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming these beads are supposed to be the eyes. Yes, they are. Courtney, could you repeat those instructions with the beads again? Sure, sure. This Sarah. So, okay, so on your working yarn should be coming from behind peg 12. You want to e-wrap and knit off peg one. Okay. Take right. your bead and slide it up to where it meets your loom and you want to put it between peg one and peg two. So in that gap between those two pegs. Okay. You want to put a, a bead. On peg two, you want to e-wrap and knit off. Place a B between pegs two and three. Two and three, okay. Mm -hmm. E wrapping it off peg three. Okay, and then. And then just continue with the, the knit stitch you were using earlier. On your first six rows, just do that until you reach row 25. 25. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't, let me check my time here. Okay. You're probably not going to get all 25 rows finished during this class time. So I'm going to tell you what you need to do is, and, and I'll send out directions to those on the Lean Knitting Group. If you're only on Facebook, you can find those directions for the super stretchy bind off. You can find those in the unit section. So what you wanna do is you want to, once you finish row 25, you want to measure your yarn and cut it 
and all of this is, will be in the directions. Uh, and then you want to complete the super stretchy bind off. And then you will pull the drawstring, you'll pull it until it closes up. And that'll be your little head there. And then you should have a pretty good length of yarn from where you do the drawstring bind off. I mean, not bind off, cast on. You snip that and you want to save that yarn because once you put your lollipop inside, it looks like a little hat with two beads on it. So once you put your lollipop inside that hat, you will use the yarn from your drawstring cast on that you cut off. You'll use that to tie a little bow around mm -hmm. the neck, right below the lollipop onto the stick. You'll tie that to make the little head for the ghost. Hi, Courtney, sorry, I had to start all over again. Um, okay. So I, I did my cast on, my weave in stick uh, cast on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm confused where I go from there. I knit off every other peg, is that right? Yes, you knit off the pegs that have two loops on them. So your even number pegs should have a loop, your odd number pegs do not. Oh, I must have done it wrong because they all look like they have two. They all look like they have one loop on it. Okay, so you should have, your peg one should have the loop behind it. Okay, so one, every other, if I start, if the even one should have a peg, a loop in front when I start, right? Correct. From the beginning? Mm hmm So the evens have the ones in front. Mm hmm I do this while I talk to you, because then I know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, and then I'm at 12, and then I go behind... No, you go in front of peg one. Okay, so I go in front of peg one and behind, uh, no, in front of, you, bleh, sorry. You go in front of all the pegs. Once you get your yarn woven between the pegs, mm -hmm. then you start going in front of all the pegs. Okay. So you should not, so you, when you take your yarn from peg 12 to peg mm -hmm. one, your yarn should be in front of peg one and in front of peg two. Okay, so it's in front of, I end up with it in front of peg 12 and then I go in front of peg one and two? Yes. Okay. Then you lift the and bottom loop up and over on peg two. Okay, then I just knit up two. Two, four, four. six, eight, 10, 12. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the way you were describing how it's going to be like a hat for a lollipop or something, so mm -hmm. the eyes are going to be towards the bottom. Um, they should be toward the top where you okay. your cast on is. Because mm -hmm. you did a drawstring or cast on, then that's going to be your, your head. Oh. See, you're doing a reverse hat. 
upside down, dude. Okay. Yeah, or you know, a hat from the top. I Damn. see. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, my little curveball in on you. <laughs> you did, did, and my little guy has blue eyes. Cool. Blue eyed eye. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If I had not found my black beads, mine would have had iridescent eyes. All different colors. So anyone who needs help in placing the eyes? I do. I'm at that point. I thought I raised my hand. This is Deborah. Okay. Um, All right, Deborah. So you're going to e-wrap peg one. Mm-hmm. And okay. you're going to e-wrap and knit off. Gotcha. Then you're going to slide a bead up between pegs one and two. All right. Between e-wrap mm-hmm, between one and two. You're going to e-wrap and knit off peg two. And the beads there between one and two. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And you e-wrap and knit off peg two. Place your second bead between pegs two and three. E-wrap and knit off peg three. And then you're going to Continue with the knit stitch that you have been working with. Mm -hmm. And get busy on your 25, 19 more and rows. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yep. And those of you who are, have gotten your eyes placed and are working on your 25 rows, if you need to leave, you can. Or if you want to stay, you can. Because I, I doubt very seriously we're going to have time to work on the bind off. But I will send out directions for that. Is the bind off going to be similar to like when you bind off a hat? No. Mm -mm. No. I don't know if you've done the one where I call it you move forward two pegs and back one peg, forward two pegs, back one peg. I have not. I missed okay. that, I guess. Okay. Huh. Um, did you do the scrunchie? I've missed that. I missed this okay. One. Okay, that's where that bind off was taught was in the scrunchie. Okay. Are you in the Facebook group? I'm not. I need to. I'm not that great with Facebook, but I can. I need to. Okay. It. No, no, that's fine. That's if you are on the loom knitting group, then right. I will send out the directions for the super stretchy bind off when I send out. Okay. The directions for the little ghost. Yeah, because I want to get these. I was gonna make them for Halloween little gifts for my little neighbors. Yes. Okay, we have one more participant with hand raised. Okay, go ahead, Megan. Hello. Um, I don't have any of the big suckers, but I do have some of that fluffy, whatever that fiber stuff is. Do I mm -hmm. just stick a blob of that in there? That's like mm -hmm. this. Yep. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll work just the same. You know, just. About the size of a cotton ball, or if you just want to use a cotton ball in there, you can use okay. a cotton ball. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I've got a little four-year-old cousin who attends daycare, and so I contacted her mom. I said, do you want to do some of these for her, for her little classmates? And she's like, yes. 
So she thought they were cute. They are cute. I thought little kids would like them. Oh, yeah. I thought they would. Courtney? Yes, ma'am. It's Kathy. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you know which um, loom to use for what type of yarn? Like if you wanted to use worsted, that would be a different gauge loom, correct? Yes. Um, Now you can use worsted on the large gauge looms, like what you're, you've been working with. Mm -hmm. Um, You can use it in two ways. You can use it just as one strand and you're going to have um, a lacier fabric. Mm -hmm. It's going to have more of an open weave or you can hold two strands together and knit them as one strand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If time allows before Christmas, would y'all be interested in learning how to do dish scrubbies? Yeah. Yes. Sure. I would. Okay. All right. Because that will use the technique of knitting two strands together as one. Okay. Uh, this is Sarah, and yes, ma'am. Um, you had mentioned already um, uh, making animals or little toys and stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I'd be interested in that too. With okay for my grandkids, and yes, all right, yes. pretty much anything I'm open for. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, let me ask you this: Would y'all want to hold off on the double knitting until after the holidays? And do a cute little stuffy for, say, Christmas? Like a little snowman? Um, snowman hats. <laughs> uh, this is Sarah. I would be, but okay. whatever the group wants, I'm good, I'm good for it. Okay. We're going to do the snowman hats before Christmas. <laughs> we are going to do those because I want to teach cool. y'all how to do, uh, how to change colors or add skeins of yarn. So we're definitely going to do that. For sure you. oh, good. you're welcome <laughs> i knew i had some that were just dying to get those so i had that done so yeah that's going <laughs> to be our next project after after the little ghost um, yeah that's and- what that extra get the loom with it's got the four pegs on one end and uh-huh I, is that yeah. for the nose it is oh it is i had the hardest this time is Ted, Lena, i'd love to work on a snowman okay I'm too. So I, and I have a and question, Courtney. Very partial sure. to snowmen. Sure. Okay, go ahead with your question. The, the one loom that you were talking about, the spool loom. Uh-huh. I bought one that has two types of loom on either side. One has mm-hmm. a five peg and an eight peg. Will those be okay? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to get. Oh. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. That's the right thing. You're welcome. Good. Phew. (laughs) (laughs) And the snowman, um, we do that on the little 12 peg flower loom, too. So, little hat. So, he's he's a cute little fella. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. doing him. And with that snowman pattern, you can do it for any size loom. We're just going to do it on the 12 peg 
because we get through quicker. I told you I like little projects that get done quick. <laughs> so is this like a little hat? Actually, it would be for little hats, or or it could be, I guess, if you would have did a twenty-four peg loom, or for the ghost. No, though the snowman. The snowman. Um, the one where we do the full snowman, it will it will be just like a little stuffed snowman. Okay, so um, it's not a hat. It's not a hat. Mm -mm, no. Okay. That's going to be two different things. So you're going to do a snowman hat next in our next class. We'll get started on that. And um, it'll probably take two class sessions to do that. I'm excited. And then, so that'll be October and November. I think I get yeah, probably we'll in the Thursday in November too. I think because of Thanksgiving. Oh yes, we will. We will. So we'll get the snowman in there, the little snowman stuffy. We'll get that in there. I'll have to look at my calendar and plan things out. So there's two different projects you're talking about. One is a, a hat and one is a stuffed yes. snowman. Mm -hmm. okay. The hat is just going to be like the head of a snowman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the whole body. Mm -hmm. The little stuffed animal is going to be, or the stuffy is going to be a stuffed snowman. Mm -hmm. uh, Megan, oh. Megan has a question. Okay, Megan. Um, which loom are we going to need for the snowman hat? That one is whatever size loom you want to use. Okay, cool. I would so just if you want to make it for a child, a... okay. if you want to do a awesome. child, you can do that. If you want to do for an adult, you can do that. Perfect. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The goal in that project is learning how to add skeins of yarn and change colors on rows. Okay, is there anyone that needs help with placing their beads? Sarah has a question. Place? Okay, Sarah. Oh, this is, oh, this is about the beads. Um, but for this the time. snowman little stuffy, do we need mm -hmm. to get the that fiber fill for that project and the hat? Um, you can. You won't need it for the hat. You will need fiber fill or plastic bags, something to stuff it with. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll get the supply list out for the snowman stuffy and the um, scrubby. Okay, if there's somebody or any of you who have not um, placed your beads yet, if you'll come off mute and let me know. 
raise your hand? Um, I have not. Okay. Sandy. All right. Okay. What row are you on, Sandy? I'm finishing up six. Okay. All right. That's fine. Courtney. Yes, ma'am. What would you recommend as a row counter? I'm, um, I've tried different things and then, you know, I, I don't know if there's okay. even saw an app that you could get, you know, and, but you got to remember to tap it. That might be the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I typically use is a Cranmer abacus. Um, okay. Well, I can go dig mine out. Yeah. That, that's a good use for it. Just keep it in your knitting bag. Um, you know, um, there is an app that I use. It's called Knit and Crochet Counter. Mm -hmm. I think I and that's the one that I use. And it's, for the most part, I think it's accessible enough for me. Let me put it that way. Right. I don't remember if all the buttons are labeled, but it's it's accessible enough that you can use it. Um, that's what mm -hmm. I'm using to count my rows for my husband's blanket. Um, let's see here. You can use buttons or beads or dry beans. Yeah, just yeah. if you're disciplined enough, you can use candy pieces. I'm not disciplined so, enough. Well, me either. So that's why <laughs> that's why I throw that part of you know, that little disclaimer in there. Um, you know, if you know, like with this project that you're going to, you know, knit 25 rows, you can count out like 25 M&Ms. And each time you knit a row, you get an M&M. You know, some people can do that. I can't. I would be eating like handfuls of M&Ms every time. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay, I finished those. I guess it's time to start another row. <laughs> so, 